0: When I was nineteen I was like retarded. Like I just wasn't. Yeah. But I think everyone everyone's on their own schedule in a way, not to make excuses for myself, but I think everyone kind of
1: Everyone's different. Everyone grows up differently. Right. And
0: everyone has like different challenges also mm-hmm. and like just shit that you deal with exactly. and Yeah. Like I remember yeah, when I was 18, I don't know. Yeah, like, I remember when I was 18, like, my dad died, and then I had just moved to Toronto, and I was, like, in college, but instead of, like, processing what was going on, I feel like I just ended up, like, getting drunk every night and, like, getting into, like, drugs and shit like that, and then thinking it was, like, funny to, like, pass out in front of my, like, doorstep outside of my dorm, you know? Like, because it was just, like, college, and, like, people are just stupid like that. And because it's college, you have, I guess, an excuse where now it's just, like you're an alcoholic or like your life is in shambles but when back then it was honestly like regular like no one really checked me on that type of behavior it was just like oh you want to get like super fucked up and blackout drunk on a tuesday like cool let's go down the street it was like very regular but that's one thing about college that it was an experience but in terms of like being a productive place i don't know how productive it really like it's a lot of just belligerent it's like a safe space to be retarded half the time yeah which is yeah but and a lot of people say that like you end up making you know your lifelong friendships and all of your adult friends in college and then you carry them through to your adult life but honestly I haven't really found that but that's what we're going to talk about A relationships sort of or some of our relationship things mm-hmm. which is honestly I think really fitting because the last episode that I did which is actually one of the biggest episodes that I've ever done other than the first one where I talked about stripping um it was the biggest episode and I was talking about how pretty much this year I really don't want to be like broke in my relationships. Like I don't want to be, well, I don't want to be alone. No one wants to be alone, but I just don't want to, f- I don't want to be forcing something, but I also just don't want to feel alone or, you know, so, but it's hard, honestly. I think I'm also in a, probably a really different place in a, like what I'm looking for in a relationship now, because I, I know everyone's on their own time and you can't force anything. And when it's meant to be, it will be. But I also feel like I do not have that much fucking time left anymore. And I'm like, bro, like where is like the deal? Like what's going on? I don't want to keep going through this. I don't want to ever will also be blocked on everything on new year's Eve. And I don't know. I'm just, Things like that really, really affect me. I don't want to go through any more, like, heartbreak and all of that stuff anymore. I know it's inevitable, but it's hard. But I think sometimes, well, like, you just have more time, you know? You don't have to, like, find your husband tomorrow. Uh But sometimes I feel like I have to find my husband tomorrow, and I'm like, fuck.
1: No, definitely not. I feel like even, I feel like especially now, like, as times are changing, I think that the later that you get married, it's actually more of a normal thing than, rather than the earlier you do. Because honestly... I know a lot of people who already are baby mamas and baby daddies, and they're not getting married, and they, they're having kids at 20 and 21. And no, you're right. So I really think that the older, the better. And I used to always think, like, I really want to be married by, like, 25. Like, I do believe in marriage. I, I do want to get married eventually. But I really think that now, like, the best thing is to really live your your 20s and, like, even up until, like, 30. And then 30, you really settle down. That's really, like... your. Your midlife, mid-life, I guess. Like, you're still not... You're still not even, like, 50 or anything. <laughs> like, you have so much time. Like, I really feel that way.
0: No, you're right. I mean, I guess... Yeah, but for me, I've always just never wanted to be... This is probably going to sound like Cap, but honestly, I've never wanted to just be, like, a baby mother without having the guarantee that the guy was going to be in the child's life or in my life. Like, I've had situations where like I guess I could have like trapped someone or like whatever but I was I never I don't want that like I always if I'm gonna have I don't want to be a baby mother like I feel like someone should have to commit to me before I have their child even though I really really want kids but I just hate it's so backwards like this I really hate the way that we've like set it up now where it's like being a baby mother is so normalized and getting married isn't like I, I feel like we're our generation is super whack for that
1: I feel the same way. I really do. I do not want to be a baby mother. I do not. That's probably one of the most ghetto things I could think of. Like, all of my... No hate to my friends or anything. Of course not. But some of my friends, you know, they're even... I even have a friend that's younger than me. And she already had a child from wow. this guy. And he is the worst ever like he barely sees his child like damn and this is someone you know at the time she really felt like she was in love with and you know they were gonna maybe get married and and whatnot but you know of course she's like a little bit younger than me the guy is obviously older than her so i feel like in a way he kind of manipulated her into making it seem like he was really gonna be there and really provide bro and and then
0: i feel like a lot of guys actually manipulate girls into having their children and I think it's a lot of dudes with like narcissistic tendencies and once they trap like the conversation is always how girls trap guys with kids but I actually think a lot of guys try to trap girls with kids and I don't know what sickness is in them that it's making them do this Mm -hmm. but it's almost like they know that once you have their kid like you can't really work as much you can't really like pursue your own shit
1: and a lot of men are gonna steer away from you just because of the sole fact that you have a child from another man facts so I really think like As much as people want to say, I'm still in the game, I can't be taken out of the game just because I have a child, I really do think you are kind of taken out of the game. Like, you're not people...
0: Oh, you're definitely taken out of the game. At least for the first two years, I would say. I think even
1: up until, like, four.
0: I mean, at least then you can, like, respectably get a babysitter and, like, or give it to your mom or whatever it... I mean, the child. But, like, if you have a newborn baby and you're trying to, like, turn up or be outside like that's just it's no judgment to the mother but you just I don't think you should be doing that Mm -hmm. and also your body needs to heal and stuff too like you can't just bounce you don't just have a kid and just pop out like that shit is a lot to deal with so a minimum of yeah two four years I don't know yeah but a lot of guys trap girls for real
1: no they definitely do and I also think that there is i don't know if maybe necessarily this applies to all men which of course nothing applies to everyone but i really think that some men also have a weird fetish for like breeding women and like getting a woman pregnant like they have a weird fetish for it to the point where like they want to have all these kids by like different women you're probably right
0: that's fucked up i really think that's a
1: weird fetish like i think that it's like a thing because i remember my ex-boyfriend he used to tell me like how attracted he was to like pregnant women and like how like he wanted to get me pregnant so bad like and mind you at the time when I first started dating my ex I was 17 and then you know eventually turned 18 eventually turned 19 and he really like would push it on me like he would really press it on me and I really felt like he wanted to trap me Because at the time, we were having so much relationship problems, and he was cheating on me and doing all this stuff behind my back, but he still wanted to impregnate me, and he would actively try. So fucked, bro. He would actively try. I, like, this
0: is what I mean, where I'm like, I could have, like, quote-unquote trapped a man, Mm -hmm. but, like, I felt, like... That's crazy. I
1: think, yeah, the woman could God.
0: possibly trap the man
1: in the sense that she's going to get money out of him for but a while. But guys try, yeah, guys but try that shit. But you're sh- trapped, like, as a person. Yeah, like, that's you crazy. You can do everything you want to do, like.
0: But you were also so young to, that's definitely a conversation that's not had, like, often at all. Mm-hmm. The idea that men are out here, yeah.
1: I think they, they genuinely have a fetish for getting women pregnant and.
0: There's definitely some that do for sure. Yeah definitely
1: that's like, it, it was crazy like i couldn't even believe like when my ex would tell me like how he was attracted to like pregnant women he'd be like oh you'd look so sexy pregnant like yeah of course you're gonna look you know you're gonna look nice like it's a lovely thing like for right. to see a pregnant woman like it's amazing actually but it's also, like, why are you forcing this on me so much? Like, I'm literally 17. Red flag. Red like 18, flag! 18 turning 19. Like, why do you want a child so much? And mind you, you're, he was 21, so he's two That's years crazy. older than me.
0: You are both are kids. That's, like, I think that so often the conversation is girls, like, asking guys to, like, nut in them or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you rarely hear the other side where the guy is, like, pressing it. Which happens. Happened. he really
1: wanted me to get off of birth control and Damn. he really wanted that and i actually did end up like getting off of birth control he actively nutted at me like the same day and it was just crazy like it was it was crazy but... i
0: think that yeah that's no it's wild i think that probably when people consider deep down they're like oh could i deal with this woman like do i want this girl to be my baby mother like whatever they probably I don't know. Deep down, they probably just want to have... Deep down, they want to have a kid, but they're too afraid to admit it. Mm -hmm. So they're just kind of, like, playing around the bush with it and just sort of playing with fire.
1: Yeah, I think they... I think a lot of men, of course, they want to have kids so they could, like, have a legacy to live on and stuff like that. But... At this point, I don't think they look for women. They see women more as like childbearers and like who's carrying their child rather than a partner, rather than their wife. Like they, because they, men have no problems with getting you pregnant and you being their baby mother, yet they won't give you a ring as much as you want it. Like it's true. So it's like you're giving them the commitment of having a child and they're tied to you forever and you're tied to them forever, but they're not going to give you the ring, which is also a form of commitment. It's so, true. That's what I I really see that as an issue nowadays, but I really think it's just getting more and more normalized to just be a BM.
0: And- it's hard though. It's honestly, it is hard. I just spilled wine all over my seat, also, so that's perfect. But it is my ass is literally soaking wet. Great. Um, no, but it is fucking hard. It's hard in these streets. In a way, I'm. I guess I'm happy to be back in these streets because the streets never fucked me up in the same way that this last person fucked me up. I don't think. But it's hard to find. It's hard out here. There's a lot of people out here. There's a lot. There's not a shortage of dick or whatever. There's really not a shortage. Mm -hmm. But it's hard to find. Well, a relationship, obviously, but like people that really fuck with you. Mm -hmm. It's like very hard.
1: And it's like you could really have like someone that you really with you really care about you really love and like from one day to another things will change and I think both of us have this experience where one day to another things will change and you know it's like you you broke down this wall that you had put up for so long to like be vulnerable with someone and then they end up fucking you over just like over the craziest most dumbest in things. a second it's like, in a second so it's like you really can't put your I feel like at this point I'm in a mindset where I feel like you really can't give your 100% to someone because no matter how hard you go for someone like they could really fake it like it maybe it's not even reciprocated sometimes like and also men i feel like men lose interest a little bit quicker than women do so
0: well i think the only thing ultimately that i've learned and i think tiktok honestly helped me learn this because i've had several relationships and honestly to this day i'm still guilty of this if i fuck with somebody and if i feel like we're dating or we have a history that we were seeing each other or whatever, like, I will cook for you, like, I will do your laundry, like, I will probably, if I really fuck with you, like, I'll buy you shit, I mean, I still hope that you're gonna pay for stuff also, but if you don't really have it like that in that moment, like, my last situation, like, I didn't, I literally paid for pretty much everything, and, like, I didn't mind because I knew, I believed that he would eventually figure out his shit, and that he would, be able to reciprocate that energy. But I don't like it was a few hundred dollars here and there It was not a big deal, but I don't know. It's just when you do a lot for the people that you kind of fuck with, you usually like for me, I do it from a genuine place where I just, I genuinely really like you. Like I, why would I, I don't know, not do nice things for you if I actually genuinely fuck with you. And so if people turn around and just completely switch up like from one day to the next, it hurts a lot more because for me, like, yes, sometimes in the past I have fucked with people that. I didn't really like that much but I think it was always obvious I didn't really like them that much and I was probably just using them for like this or that or whatever but if we're clearly not on that type of time and I'm actually investing a lot of shit into this relationship and I'm like coming over and like cleaning your fucking house and like doing all of this stuff obviously I fuck with you and for you to just completely switch up and whatever it is whatever switch up means whether it's like just breaking up with someone or blocking them or just being completely cold. Like it's very hurtful. And I think there's only so many times that you can deal with that before you start to get jaded yourself and you just start to like, it's scary. I I just don't want to, I don't do that shit again. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. Maybe it's to do slightly less. I don't know what the solution is, but it's hard.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Do you ever like do that? I don't know. (laughs) Well. Huh. What, are we going to talk about the, our most, like, toxic relationship things? Yeah,
1: I mean, I've only been in one relationship um, as of yet, and I started dating him when I was 17, he was 19, there's a two-year age gap, and I dated him up until seven months ago, and, you know, it, we were very close, like, I really thought this was the person, like, I was going to marry, because I felt like it wasn't just, like, a puppy love kind of thing, because me, you know, my maturity level is a little bit older, and I feel like he also was mature for his age um yeah your whole and, you TikTok
0: know, was he's in like most of your TikToks yeah right?
1: yeah that's really how my TikTok got pretty big it was because of videos of us and then um you know we were super close like he was my best friend like of course I still love him like definitely still love him because we grew up like kind of together I feel like we you know we started getting money together like it was really more of like a best friend like you know and we were so close we lived together and everything and mind you like I was a little bit younger like so it was really like it really consumed me right and I really like after we ended it just felt like I lost like like everything like it felt like I lost everything because I was I wasn't I'm not gonna say I was dependent on him like financially but I was dependent on him as a person because I just he was always the one that was always there for me right And, like, even, but, well, not always, because he was an asshole at times, and he did do me very dirty, but, um, besides that, yeah, definitely, that was my toxic relationship, but I think it was good that I had a relationship like that so young, because now, moving forward, I have also learned, and I've matured, and I've realized that maybe it's not the best way to go about things, like, the being toxic thing has kind of played out, and, yeah, I make jokes about it on my TikTok and my social media and stuff like that, but that's not, really not how I feel anymore, I don't think the toxic thing is you know, it's hard to it's, avoid, though. Yeah, it is hard to avoid when you're so deeply invested in someone. But I think you also have to have a level of self-control where you don't like, you know, for example, like fuck up materialistic things, you know, and that's something that I was guilty of doing. Like, I was fucking up cars and I was doing crazy stuff. You like, were fucking
0: up his cars? Yeah. Yeah. See, I really wanted to do that low-key. I wanted to go over to this dude's place. I literally thought about it. I was like, I want to go and, like, slash his tires. And I was like, let me chill. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. It's not
1: but, worth it. It really it doesn't make you feel any better. Like, in the moment, yeah. But then the next day, you're like, fuck. Like,
0: I'm really a psycho. Why do I think that a lot of men secretly like that shit? I think they do. Because, honestly, a lot of guys that I know... As much as they bitch about, like, their crazy exes and whatever, they always get back together with the craziest bitches mm-hmm. who literally, like, did the, like, slash their tires, tried to fucking murder them. Like, I that's yeah. who they get back together with. I'm like, and here's me who's like, oh, it's okay. You can, you can, like, her pictures. Like, yeah. you can text her. It's cool. And, like, I'm the one. Like, what? Yeah.
1: I think it's an adrenaline thing, and also it's, like, a territorial it, it's, also, thing? it's also nice to know that you have someone that cares about you that much that they will go to these extreme lengths for you, and mm. I feel like I feel that way as well. I don't want a guy who's, like, nonchalant, you know? I want a guy who's gonna be, like, bitch, if, if somebody comes around you, like, I'm gonna fuck them up. Like, I like guys like that. Like, I like someone, you know, who, like, presents, like, dominance and stuff in that aspect, but also, like to a certain extent, because I also don't want somebody who's knocking on my door at, like, 4 a.m., like, just to make sure I'm home or something, you right? Know? Yeah, like, yeah. so I think there just has to be a good balance, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with being crazy over, like, your significant other, just as far as, like, you don't lose yourself while you're doing that, because it's, like, you know, doing some toxic shit is cute, okay, whatever, maybe, like, you know, a little bit funny, maybe y'all laugh about it the next day, but, like, doing that every day or, like, getting into arguments and, like, fucking up each other's stuff like every other day is really draining like it is yeah.
0: draining as fuck so how do you feel when you were in a relationship did you ever tell your boyfriend that he like couldn't talk to certain females or how do you feel about like telling them what they can and can't do because i've never told someone that they can't do something really? and i'm really and i'm recent. well realizing recently in this situation where that bitch told that guy to stop talking to me and that's what happened like For me, I would never do that. But Mm -hmm. now I'm realizing that's normal. Hmm, Is that normal?
1: uh, Yeah, that is normal, actually. Because, honestly, when I was in my relationship, if you don't voice what they can't do, one day they're going to do something you don't like, and they're going to be like, well, you never said I couldn't do it. So I think that you really do have to voice what is okay in your eyes and what is not so that they never have that argument against you that they can be like, you never told me I couldn't do this. So that's why I did it. So with me and my ex Mm. at first, you know, he would be doing little things that, you know, would bother me and would hurt me. And I would tell him time and time again, I don't like this. Don't do this to me. But then he would see me do it. And then he'd be like, Oh, why are you, why are you doing it? And I'm like, you just did it last week. So I feel like if you don't want it done to you or you don't want like, or you don't want me to do it to you, then you definitely have to be vocal about it. You have to set boundaries. Like, and whether they choose to cross that is going to show how much they respect you ultimately because if you set your boundaries then shit if they choose to ignore it they can never say that you never told them anything
0: no you're right i guess i just always felt like if a guy can if anyone can have him then he was never mine
1: no, facts. Definitely. And I feel that way, too. I think you still should be vocal about it,
0: though. No, you're like, right. Like, See, this is... Men what, don't think far ahead. No, you're right. But this is why I think that, like, our generations are, like, different. I feel like girls in your generation are, like, more... You guys are just smarter and you, like, know yourself worth more. Where I yeah. think, like, girls in their late 20s that I know, like, we were raised to just, like, please men more, yeah. almost. Mm-hmm. And, like be okay with certain things and this idea that like having a man is like one of the biggest accomplishments and like most important things in your life where it seems like younger girls that I know yourself included are just more okay with understanding their own self-worth and like Mm -hmm. setting boundaries like I never really set boundaries I was always just like not a doormat but yeah. okay with a lot of shit that like i wasn't necessarily okay with but i didn't really know because you were to... conditioned
1: to think it was okay and it was right normal, but it's really
0: not but like... i or i was scared that if i did try to set boundaries that like they would just leave which mm-hmm. sh- should have been the first sign that like i should have set the yeah. boundaries because if they then that was never mm-hmm. the right thing to be in in the first place but yeah i mean it's hard it's hard with relationships especially also and we were talking about this earlier not even just like romantic relationships but female friendships and like maintaining any sort of like girlfriends and friendships that's a whole other discussion Mm -hmm. and like a whole other type of toxicity that happens Mm -hmm. and honestly I think it's really sad that even me being in Atlanta I've been here now since it's been like nine ten months and I have a few close friends here thank god and I know a lot of girls here also from the club and some of them I really fuck with like no no one that I would call, like, my best friend, but I have female friends here, but it's very hard, obviously, to make real girlfriends, but also, it's, like, weirdly hard, and I think as you go through your 20s, you realize, like, to keep actual real friendships. Like, you end up losing a lot of people that you thought were your friends. Definitely. Yeah. It's. have you ever had like a situation where <laughs> I don't know so many because <laughs> I I think that like especially and not that we're like similar in every way but for me like I moved around a lot in my 20s I like traveled a lot I had a few different types of careers like I was always even when I was like down bad I feel like I was still semi-successful and like being an entrepreneur and like just maneuvering through life and I think sometimes girls get I don't know if it's threatened but it becomes hard to like it just becomes hard to have a lot of female friends for some reason and I've had like falling outs with not a million people but there's been a few really really close people in my life that I thought I would have been friends with forever and we ended up falling out over something stupid and just the last 10 years and it's like sad every time that something like that happens yeah but but it's a different type of like breakup when you lose a friend versus a romantic breakup like I'm never gonna go probably slash like some girl's tires I mean I didn't even slash this dude's tires but
1: yeah but definitely I feel like losing a friendship um you know a relationship of course I feel like always in the back of your mind you always have that thought that you know relationships don't last forever Um, at least most of them don't so I feel like you always have like that preset in your mind where it's like okay things could go left one day even if you're not thinking about it in the moment but you know you'll cry over the guy you know you eventually will move on but in your heart you're always gonna remember a girl that did you dirty like true because you could always find another boyfriend but finding another like girlfriend girlfriend that's like genuine and then like not thinking about what someone did to you previously is so different I really feel like true And especially like when it just happens abruptly, I think that's like the worst too because it's like one day to another, y'all are just not cool anymore. Like, and then you start realizing little red flags, little things like, and it's like there's also a lot of envy in this world. And I think I've learned to realize I am very trusting when it comes to girls for some reason. As far as men, I feel like I'm very closed off, I don't really tend to open up, but with, I could meet a girl in like, and be friends with her for two days and, like, go out with her once and I'll, I'll probably tell her all my business. Like, I'm really trusting when it comes to, to girls and I feel like I overshare because then something will happen and I don't know that girl enough to know that this is, like, a normal thing or something or that she's going to do me dirty or, like, do me weird. So, I'm very trusting, I'm very open with girls and then they end up doing me wrong and I'm like, wow, like what the fuck like I didn't even expect that from you because I opened up to you fully right and I've brought you around so many people I've helped you make so many connections I've tried to uplift you I've tried to put you on whether it's about making money making connections finding you a guy like so that you're not bored if I'm linking up with someone you know like I really go out of my way to make sure my friends are always comfortable so it's like the fact that someone could even possibly be envious of me or want what I want and then end up ruining our friendship over it is like crazy
0: it's really sad. It's also sad because I think that there's this stereotype that like men have in their minds that girls can never be real friends or like yeah. girls can, girls always fight and there's yeah. always, and when that gets proven right, it's like such a disappointment.
1: It is. Cause like, you know what? You're kind of right. I, yeah. can't, I can't name three girls that I've been friends with for years. So, right. Like, I can't.
0: It's really sad for real. Mm-hmm. And it's like, have you ever, I don't know, like, have you ever been like, f- or like, gone on a trip or like been flown out by some dudes like with a friend or something like that and then you and the friend end up like falling out for me that's like the worst especially when it's like in front of a guy because I just don't want to like prove them right
1: yeah you know I actually had this situation recently and I did tell you about it but we'll tell the watchers or the listeners actually um So, actually, very recently, um, you know, I was traveling back and forth, and one of my friends happened to be in the same city. She was visiting her family. Mind you, this is a girl I got super close with, like, in a very short period of time, but super close, like, spending every day together. Mm -hmm. I invited her into my house, which I don't really do. I never, like, bring people to my house. Mm -hmm. I never let people meet my mom, because you never know, like... For sure. If someone has beef with you, they see your mom outside. Like, you know, like, Mm -hmm. people are kind of crazy sometimes, so I don't really bring anyone over. But me and this girl, we got super close. I would really have considered her one of my best friends because I don't have many like female friends so when I am really close with someone I'll call you my best friend you know so um we didn't necessarily get flown out by the guy but I ended up coming on my own accord to Atlanta and the guy ended up being here and you know I was talking to him actually for a while I met him at the airport a couple months prior so you know I've been talking to him for a while so then I ended up coming here and I brought her with me mm-hmm. and you know everything was taken care of like she didn't really have to spend her own money or anything and you know everything was pretty much taken care of and all three of us were chilling and I kept trying to put her onto like his friends so she wouldn't feel like left out and stuff and then turns out like just to make the long story as short as possible she ended up me and the guy ended up not talking he ended up ghosting me weirdly enough because that doesn't really happen to me and he ended up ghosting me and then I come to find out that she was talking to him behind my back and she was talking shit about me while we were in the same room. And then he ended up telling me all of this and he ended up telling me that the only reason he even started talking to her was because he wanted more information about me. And surely enough, she was telling him crazy things about me, like crazy things that necessarily aren't true like she was saying things that were true she was saying things that weren't true but it's like she was saying talking so much shit about me making me seem like the worst person ever so that she could weasel her way in because she was attracted to this guy so and sad. this was the guy i was talking to for months and i brought her around him right and it's like if Why? you would have told me from the beginning honestly i don't care about the guy enough for me to be like no you can't talk to him but if you really felt like you wanted to talk to him i would have gladly put you on like, right i don't care about these guys enough for me to lose my friend over it or something or like argue with my friend over a guy if you really want him you could have him more than i can i don't even care
0: these men are slanging community dick i'm just kidding <laughs> but that's really sad it was that's really fucked me. up there's also like yeah i mean yeah Super,
1: it was so it caught me so off guard because it was like the guy ended up telling me and he ended up showing me proof too so it wasn't even like oh it's he's lying like and it, it just felt crazy because, like, I brought you around him. Right. And I made sure you were comfortable. And then you go behind my back and you're talking shit about me because you want to fuck this guy.
0: No, it's really Especially, like, when you're building your career, it's nice to know that you have, like... Everybody wants to have a few solid people in their corner. Mm-hmm. So when you feel like you have a real girlfriend that, like... Having a girlfriend will just always be different than having a guy friend. Like, you know that they're not going to try and fuck you. Like, you just know. It's just so different. That if someone can just turn around so quickly behind your back, it's, like, Mm -hmm. it's very sad. And then especially when you're coming up and, yeah, it's, like, you feel like you have to do everything on Mm -hmm. your own. It
1: makes you rethink everything you told them and how one day they could go around and just tell everyone, like, your business. So it just, it's really just, like, a terrible feeling to know that you lost a friend over, like, something so stupid and, like, that somebody could even do you like that because you just think about how you wouldn't do
0: that, so... No, that's fucked up. That's why sometimes I think that the whole... Like, anytime I'm talking about anything, the whole angle of, like, girl power feels so fraudulent because it's, like, I know so many of my closest relationships with, like, some... I mean, I'm grateful that I have a few really solid girlfriends in my corner and some people that I've been friends with for, like, over a decade, but at the same time... Whole, like, I don't know, like, girl power thing. It's like how quick girls turn on them on each other sometimes is like Mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, it's almost worse than yeah.
1: I honestly do believe in females sticking together. I just don't think a lot of girls can like stand by that. Like, I think you're right. I think friendships can be ended way more quickly than relationships that are romantic over the dumbest things like because you know your your boyfriend could do something trifling and you'll take him back but females you do one thing wrong and like y'all are pretty much over because it's like there's a different level of trust like you're for not sure. gonna tell your boyfriend everything that you would tell your closest girlfriend
0: for sure so and you also have in romantic relationships you have like sex and all these other things that keep you together mm-hmm. versus friendships it's like sometimes you both end up becoming like punching bags for your problems in your mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. and there's like none of the like nice stuff that isn't you know that kind of keeps you together Mm -hmm. so it's like you really just need this person that's not related to you to like listen to your problems and give you advice and if you can't maintaining that relationship over like many years is actually difficult like you need to have a level of like love and understanding there to actually maintain that Mm -hmm. it's like way harder it's different it's yeah that's what I've realized I think as I've gotten older is like even the situation I just went through one of my closest friends who I don't want to shout her out on this podcast even though you know who you are you live in Atlanta you work in the music industry like she was so great at just listening to me being a fucking broken record and probably saying the same thing like 200 times in a slightly different way and the other day I just like When I was younger, I don't think I would have been as grateful because I just assumed that friends owed that to each other. But now I realize that no one even really owes you that. And I just had to reach out to her and be like, thank you so much for, like, helping me. That really, it really, really, really helped. But even just acknowledging, like, being a good friend is really hard. Mm -hmm. It's not, yeah, it's difficult. But I think it's important to have just a few people in your corner when you're, like, building something mm-hmm. or just in general always no more broke relationships 2022 yep no more <laughs> <laughs> no more both in both ways i mean yeah it's hard though mm-hmm.
1: um should we talk about like cheating have you ever cheated on
0: i Yeah, that's an interesting conversation.
1: Like, maybe, like, how cheating affects you
0: Yeah. from here on out. Well, I think, okay, cheating, it's complicated because, to be honest, the people that I feel like have cheated on me in the last three years, we were never, like, I'm going to sound like a psycho bitch saying this, but we were never in, like, we never had that talk where we were like, we're in an exclusive relationship. We are in a relationship. Like you're my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, anytime that I would even hint at doing anything with anyone else or like setting foot outside with like someone who I wasn't just like, yes, I'm with my one girlfriend. Like mm-hmm. I would get shit and I would be like made to feel bad or whatever. So it's like a situation where, you know, I've been in, Many, not many, but especially in the last few years of being kind of single, but not single, but in different situations where you're not together, but you are, and you're kind of, you've had the talk where, like, you're not fucking anyone else, especially not, like, raw, because that's, like, kind of gross, I feel, if you're just, like, out here, like, fucking a bunch of people. So you've had that conversation, but at the same time, you have an understanding where you're not in a relationship. So it's, like, this weird gray zone where technically, I guess they could, like do whatever but they but they can't really fuck anyone so they probably shouldn't you know and so in those situations I've definitely been I guess cheated on or like had guys that I was with talking to other girls or eventually like fucking with other girls which is what literally just happened to me but I think the, the area of cheating has become like very grey because I feel like so many people are in these situations where you're together but you're not but you are but yeah.
1: Also, I feel like everyone has a different definition of what cheating is. A lot of people think, okay, liking pictures, DMing girls on Instagram is cheating, which I don't that's disagree crazy. with. I don't disagree with it. Really? I don't disagree with it. Because, really?
0: Yeah. Oh my God. That's crazy. I mean,
1: we'll, we'll talk about it. But um, besides that, you know, a lot of people think like, okay, having sex with someone else is cheating, which of course I agree with. And then there's other people that think- Emotional cheating is out real. With, hang, yeah. Hanging out with- you know, a girlfriend is like behind my back and not telling me is cheating as well, you know? So I think a lot of people have different definitions of cheating. Mm, Do you want to talk about like what you feel like is cheating?
0: Well, I think I'm old school. Like I feel like cheating. There's two different types. There's emotional cheating where you're actively like invested into a person and you really care for them and you kind of, you know, when you're together, it's like, oh, like I, whatever, like it's you're having almost, like, an emotional affair, whatever the fuck. And then there's, like, physical cheating where, like, you actually did some shit. You don't have to, like, have sex, but you... Whether you're... Whatever you're doing, you, out with them, I don't think if you... I think if you just, like, go get a meal with a friend and it's platonic and it's not, like, you don't... You're not having some, like, deep emotional attachment. I don't consider that cheating. Yeah. But if it's, like, repeated instances... And there's, like, a clear communication that you both have feelings for each other. That's cheating.
1: Mm -hmm. I agree.
0: But liking someone's pictures.
1: Okay. Here's (laughs) here's my take on this. Because I actually went through this in my past relationship where, you know, at the beginning of my relationship, my ex was an angel. Like, he never liked another girl's picture or ever DM'd a girl. But as, like, things got more, um, you know, serious and we, like, problems started arising in our relationship... I noticed that he would be liking a lot of girls' pictures, but it wasn't just... The thing is, I don't see it as, okay, you're liking one of this girl's pictures because they happen to come up on your feed, whatever. I see it more like, you're liking multiple pictures on the same girl's page. You yeah. want to get her attention. And I already know that's how we started talking. So if you're liking someone's M- liking multiple pictures of someone and you're DMing them and then you're deleting DMs, you're clearly looking for something. Right. You're looking to meet up with this person. You're looking to speak to them. You're looking to grab their attention. The guy doesn't just like one of your pictures. Um, if a guy likes multiple pictures, he's trying to talk to you. Like, we all know that. Right. Like, you, if you are interested in someone on Instagram, you're going to like three pictures. For Follow sure. them or DM them or something. So, I really saw it as, as that, like, it, I do feel like it is a way of cheating because you know what that leads to. Like if, now, if you're just liking one picture and you know, you're know you going about your day and you're liking other sports things that that are coming up right. or, or whatever, and then three <laughs> days later, okay, you like another picture. Okay, that's a little bit different because it is social media. But also, if I can control myself that I'm not liking guys' pictures, why can't you? Because also, it does make me feel, in a way, it had made me feel insecure a little bit because I had noticed that some of the girls' pictures that he was liking and spamming or whatever were girls that didn't look anything like me. So it's like, it made me feel like, am I even your type? Like, you're looking for girls that look nothing like me. Um, girls on Instagram in their lingerie showing ass, things that you don't want me to do. Right. But you're going here liking that. So Because men really like the hoes. That's what we were they talking do. about
0: last. But that's the, that's the wild thing. And like we touched on before, nothing will keep a man except a man that wants to be kept. Exactly. Like truly, otherwise, I don't know what is wrong with men. Like, clearly you're trying to send a message by liking multiple girls' pictures. Mm-hmm. And it's embarrassing if you're like seeing someone and they see that you're liking this random hoe's pictures. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't they just stop? I don't know. Because they're it's just, they, like, they want, hard. they want the attention, but they, that's like, they're trying to send the message. Mm-hmm. So I guess you're right.
1: And that's, yeah, that's how I feel. It's just like.
0: But I don't think it's cheating. I think it's just like, it's a, it's a violation of trust.
1: I think it's disrespectful. It too. is disrespectful. It's yeah. disrespectful and it could lead to cheating. Right. So it's like a passageway into cheating. But True. But it's not necessarily <laughs> cheating, but it is a passageway because every guy in my DMs who has like multiple pictures is actively trying to see me and True. a lot of people with girlfriends have like multiple in my pictures and 99% of the times those guys are in my request
0: so that's and they're the that's ang- what I
1: don't want for my man I don't want my man to be in someone's request and then the girl sees me out in public and she's like oh is honestly your boyfriend?
0: that shit is so embarrassing like so I've been I've been with people who like and I'm very forgiving especially once I feel like I've already committed a certain amount of time into our relationship I'll overlook the biggest sh- red flags but I've been with people who I see that he's in, like, every girl's likes. And it's just, like, can you please just calm the fuck down? I see
1: very much a turn off because I've also... Uh, there's this guy, like, that's been in my DMs and has liked all my pictures and whatever. And, you know, I've had conversations with him. And I've noticed that, like, even girls that are in LA, in Atlanta, in Jersey, whatever the case may be that I see he'll be in their likes, and I'm like, how are you even finding these bitches, like, I know these bitches because of my connections, how the fuck are you Bruh. finding them, like, it's just a turn off to me, because it's like, I don't want a guy that's just actively showing attention to every girl I feel like I like guys that are a little bit selective with the females, mm-hmm. and also, like you know, like, people that, if you're re- genuinely showing interest in me, and you genuinely, like, want something with me, which most of these guys don't because they obviously just want to fuck but I just feel like, you know, I like selective guys. I like guys who, like, hold themselves to a standard where they're not just going to fuck any bitch on the block. Like, you know, I like guys 100%. who are very selective.
0: But, yeah, I mean, I would like to believe that those guys still exist. But, honestly, I, I think, think it's so. I think it's just, like, a mental choice mm-hmm. that men make once they're like, okay, I don't want to be for the streets anymore, so I'll stop. But until they make that choice, I think that, like, they'll mm-hmm. act like... They won't fuck any bitch on the street, but probably if they were just given the opportunity, I would bet that, like, most of them might just Mm -hmm. take it and then just pretend it. Like, I don't know. I don't want to think that. Honestly, I've been so naive for most of my life, and I think there's, like, a beauty in being kind of naive about things because you just see the best in people, and I want to keep that. But I just feel like at this point, it's hard to not see it for what it is, which is, like... Even my situation right now, like, this girl is like literally a loser. I'm sorry. Like, she was like a Followed me. She's like a fan. And she's like, l- like, not. It's like, you know, that fucking TikTok where it's like, this girl looks like a fucking chili pepper with legs. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, she's it's not. It's like, 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 a chili like, pepper. Like, she does. And she doesn't even have her own money. Like, she's like a fucking loser. Like, I'm sorry, but like, I still no matter how much I did for this person, I still couldn't keep them. They yeah. still went off with like some fucking loser. And it's like I get I'm not the coolest bitch in the world either. I understand, but like I quote unquote bring stuff to the table mm-hmm. and you still unless someone wants to be kept, you can there's nothing you can do. Yeah. That's and a fact. it's sad. It's yeah. That's a fact. I just wanna be naive again and like think that like I can be nice to someone and they'll just like love me
1: yeah (laughs) I feel the same way too I feel like after my past relationship I feel like my mental state has really changed because I used to be very naive very trusting very giving very much like I'll see the best in this person no matter how many times he does me dirty but then after the relationship ended it's kind of like something clicked in me that was like wait what the fuck like he's been doing me dirty for fucking months and I didn't even realize like how bad this shit is until I talk about it out loud right like and I'm like telling someone and they're like
0: They're like, you can do so much better, but it's hard. And
1: I'm like, whoa. Yeah, it's just, I think, but it's also good to also, I feel like your innocence is kind of destroyed once you realize, like, that people, you know, could just, like, people could just disappear from your life and just go to someone else and it won't even be an upgrade. I feel like it's kind of like your innocence is destroyed and you're kind of, you kind of just realize, like,
0: it's sad. I still don't want to believe that fully. I still hope that, like, the time and energy that I put into, different people mm-hmm. was not I don't think it was for nothing but I still don't want to believe that people can just turn around and it's like n- nothing ever happened but you're right but so ultimately like are you looking now for like a relationship as you're like building this um, empire
1: as of right now I'm not looking for a relationship just because Well, for a few reasons, actually. I do still love my ex. I still haven't fully moved on from my ex. I can't say that. And it's been seven months, so it has been a little while since we've broken up. But I'm not fully moved on from him. And, you know, I'm not going to be dishonest and be like, oh, yeah, fuck fuck him. Like, I never want to see him Mm -hmm. again. No, like, there's still a part of me because I grew so much with him and because we spent so much time together and it moved really fast that I feel like it's going to take me a little bit longer to, like, fully heal, fully love myself, fully be able to move on. And then once I do move on you know, um, maybe I will, you know, be interested in getting into a relationship, at least with the right person. And even if it's sooner rather than later, that could be next month, that could be in a year, that could be in three years. You know, I feel like it really just depends on your mental state. So if I'm happy and I'm in a better place emotionally after the breakup, like in a month, because I've achieved more things for myself, then I would definitely consider a relationship. And, you know, if there's a guy I really like and he wants to date me, I don't see anything wrong with me dating someone else, I even if I haven't f- maybe fully moved on from my ex, just because that person could really be the one that will get you out of that space. Well, that's the
0: thing. I don't know if we ever fully move on from people. I think we just yeah. pick new people to like yeah. help us get over them.
1: Yeah, and I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that. A lot of people say that you shouldn't date anyone else until you're fully like detached from someone nah. old, but I don't think that's true. I think that... Everyone has someone that they kind of clinged on to for a while and that they will always remember. But I feel like the most important thing also is to not let a past relationship affect how you treat your new person.
0: True. That's Yeah, that's true. That's hard. Easier said than done.
1: Definitely easier said than done. But I have learned that, like, you know, you could be closed off and someone can really work for, like, your attention and, like, your love or whatever. But I really don't think that you should, like, you know, if you had trust issues with your ex and you used to go through his phone, I don't think you should do that with the new person if he hasn't that's, given you a reason to not trust him, you know? Okay. So, that's how I feel. But, as of right now, not looking for a relationship. If the right guy comes around, you know, I talk to people. You know, I am interested in, in other people, you know? But, if the right guy comes around, for sure. But
0: That's probably a good way to be, like, not too thirsty for it mm-hmm. and just, like, waiting. I feel like I'm like, <laughs> where is my husband? <laughs>
1: yeah. But it's fine. Um, I feel like you attract more when you're not looking. One hundred percent, one
0: hundred percent. And to be honest, though, I talk a big game, but actually, I take very little steps in terms of looking. Mm-hmm. Like I, well, also I, it's I'm literally two weeks out of this thing, and I'm really not over it either. But yeah. I haven't been on like a dating app in years, and I just can't. I honestly, I can't imagine doing that mm-hmm. again. But there still must be a way. There has to be a better way. I just... I haven't actually taken any steps to, like, find whatever. I'm also grateful because I feel like I have people in my life that... I don't know. I'm not really trying to just, like, date a bunch of random people right now. Anyways, also, if you watch my last TikTok, (laughs) you already know the situation. Right. But, no. I mean, it's... It's complicated. But, yeah. I think also when you're... This is is going to be controversial, but I think sometimes when you're with someone who you're with them, like you're in a situation, but you're not together, da, 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 da. but you have an understanding that you're not fucking anyone else, especially you're not fucking anyone else raw or whatever. But you also are not in a relationship, and they've explicitly told you they don't want a relationship, which was my last situation. So, like, I, in my mind, I was like, "Well, I, I kind of love you, and I only want to be with you, but like, you are not doing really anything for me, and you are don't want a relationship." So, like, and also, I work at the strip club, and I'm, I talk to so many dudes every fucking day. So, if I by some chance encounter someone that I'm like, "Oh, you're okay, you're cool," I'm gonna keep you on the back burner like i'm not gonna really fuck with you like that but if i need to fuck with you like that if i'm like single single for real i might fuck with you like that i'm gonna just keep you on the back burner Mm -hmm. you gotta keep a couple people on the back burner sometimes
1: yeah and i think there's also speculation that men feel like women always have like a backup option but i don't think that's a I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. I have, yeah, I do. Men, because men, <laughs> men do that too. Like True. there's girls that maybe you'll tell him not to follow or not to look at, and then as soon as you guys break up, that's the girl he wants yep. to go for. Yep. So I honestly feel like everyone keeps a batch of options that they are actively waiting for right you know something to happen for them to hit those people up so I don't think there's anything wrong with that though. I used to think there was of course cause I'm like it's not I- great it's not great but it's not sa- good but-, but, at,
0: but at the same time by virtue of the person telling you that they don't want a relationship it's inevitable almost yeah. like otherwise you're literally a dummy mm-hmm. and it's not like I'm like out here like fucking these guys like on- that I'm like you know keeping in the back back pocket or whatever but I just know that you know what I mean? Like you're you're dumb if you're fully loyal to someone who is not loyal to you, and you're not in a relationship with. And I have been fully loyal to people like that. But it's like at a certain point, you have to realize your own stupidity. So my point is, I'm not actually dating anyone on any dating apps because I had a back burner roster, and now I'm accessing those people. Right. <laughs> Which is I'm not proud of, but it just is what it is. It is what it is.
1: Definitely.
0: It's hard. I'm still looking for my husband though, but it's okay. Um. Is there anything else we should touch on in terms of relationships and just, like, how it adds to your life or takes away from your life? Mm. I mean, you have a lot of really good insights on your TikTok, honestly. I hope you, like, I feel like you haven't been posting as much lately. Have you No, lately
1: I have not been. I actually haven't posted in a couple weeks. I just, like, sometimes, like, it's, like... My TikTok situation is more like one day like I'll do my makeup or like I'm just really in a funk where I have all these ideas that I want to post and I'll post five videos in one day and then I'll go like two weeks without posting. That's usually how it goes but I do have to work on consistency but I just feel like TikTok is not my number one priority in how I grow because TikTok clout is very easy to achieve and it doesn't necessarily transfer over to your other social medias so that's why I want to focus on Twitch and YouTube and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. I just really need to like get up and get it like I feel like I kind of think too much about it and I don't actually actively do. Just start it.
0: Honestly yeah the best thing you can do is just start it and just feel it out from there. Because it's like it's not rocket science. Honestly even when I started this podcast like I just felt like I had some shit I needed to get off my chest and then it just snowballed. And now it's like still not big but at least I have a sponsor and like it's growing you know. Mm. So it's yeah. Just start it. But relationships. No more broke men in 2022 unless yeah. I, unless i love you just kidding <laughs> no
1: you i think you need to Stop.
0: not be the breadwinner because clearly this is
1: a common theme it's a common theme that and the fact that people are even on your tiktok saying that oh you're, you're a gold digger a i'm like that's digger. funny actually. whole time you're explaining to me how you kind of took care of everything in this past relationship and, and in other relationships, and, in in other my relationships. Past. and me i can't lie i've never been the one that was providing more so i feel like my insight on it is different than yours because you're you're really like the breadwinner, which is like admirable. But also so now but also what? but also you need to stay the But also you definitely need to find or not even find, but maybe just understand that you're worth more than like just a guy leeching off of you and you doing everything for i know you know you know
0: what i think it is this is like some some deep psychological trauma that i've recently come to terms with and i don't want to get too deep but i think first of all we keep meeting the same person in different forms until Mm -hmm. we learn our fucking lesson so i've definitely like even my last situation like he reminded me of my ex that i was with for four years and like even he reminded me of the dude i was on and off with for three years in toronto like They all just had so many similarities, and the main similarity within all of them was that, like, none of them could really give me... None of them really ever appreciated me or could, like, give me the love that I feel like everyone deserves. Mm -hmm. And if they did, it was, like, very, very fleeting and on and off. Where even this last dude, like, he took me to, like, the Hawks game, and we got, like, floor seats, and, like, he paid for everything, and, like, it was fucking amazing. So I was like, oh, he must, like, really fuck with me if he's doing that. But then, like, the next day, it would just be, like, ignored again and whatever, and I think it all comes back to like childhood trauma, to be honest. And for me, like my dad, when I was growing up would like one day he would like be, you know, I mean, he was an amazing dad, but like there were times in my childhood where he gave me no attention. and was just like an asshole kind mm-hmm. of. And then there were other times where he like showered me in like affection and bought me whatever I wanted and whatever, whatever. So I honestly think and I'm only realizing this recently after like doing some like shadow work and just like reflecting on my life that. I have always gone for men who are super on and off because I feel like I have to win their affection. And I feel like when I do win their affection, it's almost like I'm winning like some version of my dad's affection. Cause it's like so similar, you know, mm-hmm. it's like very sad, but I honestly think that's what it is. So it's like when someone is just overtly super good to me and super nice to me, I'm like, I can't do this cause it's too easy. And it's like, not familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Like even in this guy that I'm kind of dealing with now, who was like, on the roster before like we're going to aspen and whatever and like he's so kind like he's great but it's like so easy mm-hmm. and i'm just like i can't like i can't feel this fully because right. like i'm not struggling for it yeah so I, yeah mm-hmm. that's what i feel like is. there's
1: also like at least us women I feel like we tend to like what we can't have or what's a little bit harder people for us in to general have. I think yeah yeah. Uh, yeah people in general definitely because I think I'm pretty sure men like the chase as well like mm. as soon as they have you you know they do start acting a little bit different um most of them for the most part but i do think that we tend to look for things that are like harder to obtain because honestly all the guys that thirst over me and that really want me and really want to take me out all the time and hit me up all the time i get pretty annoyed and really the guys that i'm most interested in are the ones who don't tend to give me that much attention because it makes me feel like you're different so you know we both have to put in effort if we both want to fuck with each other so yeah
0: no real shit that's yeah it's it's hard, but at the same time, not everything has to be a struggle. Mm-hmm. Like, life doesn't have to be a struggle for it to be valid And I or feel like you,
1: you miss out on good people as well if, you're, if you tend to go for the ones that aren't necessarily showing you that they care about you that much. So I feel like you do miss out on good people for sure. that genuinely want to fuck with you and will do anything in their power to, you know, be around you and stuff. So I think you do miss out sometimes, but, you know, you just have to try different things, try different people.